This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. What's up, Yankee fans? Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Bronx Prescription, where I will be covering Glaber Torres' 2018 season and projecting his 2019 season. Hope you're ready. Hope you're tuned in. Aleo. Episode 14 of the Bronx Prescription Podcast brought to you by Baseballism.com. I'm your host, Chris. And uh, if you haven't already, please rate and review the show. Uh, Check out the main podcast here at the MIYST Podcast Network. Uh, Just type in, honestly, just type in MIYST. The main show will come up. Tonight, I'm going to be breaking down Glaber Torres' season last year and really where I think he stands going into 2019. I think it's going to be a rough year for him in a sense of moving around a lot. I think you're going to see him primarily at second base, but I think you're going to see a lot of him at shortstop as well with Didi out from what it sounds like. So I think in that aspect, it's going to be tough for him. I think it's going to be uh, wearing uh, for him moving. Back and forth, I mean, you got to remember something. Shortstop is his natural position, but the Yankees see him as more of a major league second baseman. So this is a kid who uh, had been thrown into the fire last year as a second baseman. He's he's working his ass off trying to get good there, and now they're kind of throwing him back at shortstop, you know, for however many games they're going to this year. But I don't think that's going to affect him offensively. And I don't necessarily think it's going to affect him defensively either. I think he's just that talented, but give the guy a little bit of a break if he does if he does seem to struggle a little bit more defensively this year. But you know, Gleyber Torres is a funny player to me because we've all we we all watched the season last year and undoubtedly Miguel Andujar had the better season. Not only just statistically, but you know, the guy stayed healthy and and Gleyber didn't. So you got to see more of Andujar and you really you really just saw him explode. Yeah, I mean, Andujar defensively struggled, but I'm talking strictly offensively here. It's You can't argue who had the better season. Labor put up power numbers that we didn't know he was really necessarily capable of, which was great, but Andujar was just consistently that guy all year. Um, so it's kind of funny with Glaber Torres because that being said, if you want to talk about just pure natural talent and who you think is going to have the more successful career, to me at least, and I think to the majority of people I've talked to, it's Glaber Torres. Regardless of the seasons they both had last year, it's Glaber Torres. Now, is a lot of that just hype that we've heard from the Yankees, maybe, or even from around Major League Baseball? This guy's been highly touted uh, since he's really, you know, made his way through the minor leagues. But I just think it's really, you just see the natural talent in him. It's tough. It's tough not to say, you know, you're more confident that he's going to have more of a superstar career than, than Miguel Andujar. Now, again, all of that being said, I have, I have Glaber Torres projected to have an MVP type season. I'm not sitting here saying he's going to win MVP. I, you know... He might not even be in the top five voting wise, but he's going to be, if you go on baseballreference.com, you'll see the MVP, 
you know, if they were MVP runner up or MVP dash 10, where they kind of play. I think he's going to place and I think he's going to be a guy that even if it's just for a split second, you're considering him as an MVP candidate. I think he's going to have that type of a year. I'm not going to go too long on Glaber Torres because he doesn't have much of a track record here. But, you know, the guy had, you know, 484 plate appearances last year. That's got to that's going to come up, obviously, this year. Um, 117 hits. You know, he batted 271 with a 340 on base percentage, 480 slugging, which is incredible for him. 77 RBIs and 24 home runs. This guy played in 123 games. You know, what happens if he gets closer to 600 plate appearances? Is he going to hit 30 home runs, 35 home runs? Think about that. That's your second baseman. That's a kid who you've heard can rake, but you've never heard he's going to put up 30 home runs in a season. I think Glaber's going to stay healthy this year. Uh, I'm not trying to jinx him or anything, but I think he's going to stick around for a full season here. And I really believe he's going to hit about 320, 315, maybe even higher, but right around there. I think the on-base percentage is going to go up. I think it's going to be closer to 380, 400, um, just because I think he's surrounded by a better lineup this year. I don't think you're going to see him as far down in the lineup this year. I think the slug, it's tough. It's tough to say because I do. I think he's going to hover around that 25 home run mark, but I think he's going to have closer to, to 100 RBIs. I think he's going to be a big-time player. I think you're going to see more extra base hits out of him this year. Where Miguel Andujar was was our guy last year offensively, I think I think Gleyber Torres is going to be that guy this year. I think he's just going to consistently be dominant at the plate. I think he's going to bat upwards of 320. And I do, I really do consider him an MVP candidate this year. I don't think he's going to win it. I don't think it'll even be close, but... I do think you will see his name in the mix of things. I'm very confident in that. I think this kid is an absolute superstar. And we've only touched the surface here. I think the Yankees have someone really special. And I think Cashman knew that when acquiring him. It just wasn't a question. It wasn't a matter of if he'd be a superstar. It's just a matter of when. And he proved a lot of that last year. It's just it, he's a guy that, again, he's being thrown around in different positions and places he's not comfortable coming back from an injury and then getting injured again last year. He kind of lost his stride. He didn't come back the same player last year. And that's primarily because he's a young guy who was just starting to get into the groove of things. And, you know, he got injured and it just kind of all stopped for him. And instead of focusing on his swing, he was focusing on getting healthy. That's tough to do when you're a young player making a name for yourself in your first season as a New York Yankee in the middle of a pennant race. Glaber's number one goal needs to be to stay healthy this year, stay well rested, and continue down the path he's always been on. His natural talent will take over. If he continues to work hard and work at everything he's always worked at in his entire life, his natural talent will take him to a level in Major League Baseball that we don't see every day or we don't see, you know, more than a handful of times in our lifetime. And I really believe that about this kid. On all these projections, I'll I'll eat my words if I'm wrong. I will come out here. I'll eat crow. I'll tell you I suck not to listen to me. 
but I'm I'm very confident in Glaber's season this year. And you know what? We need to rely on him. We do because he's our future. I mean, he's our future. You have someone like him and, and the Yankees seem very committed now to Miguel Andujar. Let's go. This is it. This is 2019. This is the year that we're supposed to supposed to go all the way. So show me something. And I don't think Glaber's the kind of guy who feels the pressure. I think he's confident. I think he's very well rounded as far as on the field and off the field. And I and you know having guys like Aaron Judge around, also young, also a young guy, and just taking over a city. That's a big influence on 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 players like Miguel and uh, Jesus Glaber Torres. And Miguel Andujar. I mean, all of them. You you know, you want to talk about why Cashman brought back uh, Gardner and CeCe Sabathia. It's not, uh, to me, very little to do with what they're going to produce on the field. Very little to do with what they're going to do statistically to get this team to a World Series. And more to do with their presence and being in the clubhouse. I mean, we've interviewed a lot of guys We've interviewed a lot of people, Brian Hoke. We just got done interviewing Brett Boone about, you know, Aaron Boone. We got some great inside stories. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's episode 104 of the MIYST podcast. But he talks about how important it is to have that that clubhouse. And it's something that, you know, everyone else just kind of poo-poos. And even Judge came out, I think, and said how important it is to have a healthy clubhouse with good team chemistry. That's what guys like Gardner and and CeCe and Judge, they bring to the younger players like Torres and Andujar. Be on the lookout for this kid in 2019. He's going to tear it the fuck up. And the Yankees are going to love every second of it just as much as we are. I'll be back tomorrow with another quick hitter on on a different player. Thanks for tuning in. I'm out. Yeah.